Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, where we talk about all things consignment. Hey, ladies. Hello. Hey. How are y'all? Great. Good. Good. Welcome to episode 35 of Consignment Chats, also known as C-Chats. It's another C-Chat Spotlight. I think we, do we all agree it's like our favorite? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Love it. Love it. I know. I I just love, it's just always so inspiring. And I leave every one of these like just ready to roll with inspiration because you always learn something new from somebody. Um, So today our C-Chat Spotlight is um, Liz O'Kane. So I'm not going to tell you about her businesses. I'm sure several of you have heard of her. I kind of want to say she's a bit famous. Um, especially I, say, I was just going to say, right? she's like an eBay celebrity. Especially most recently, but we're not going to get into those deets yet because we need to bring her on and we're going to let her share um, more about her. So are you ladies ready? Yes. Yes. Let's All go. right. Let's go. So hi, Liz. Welcome. And, hi, Libby. Um, hi. This is, this is just wonderful to have you. Thank you. I'm glad we could all sync up with times. So Thank you exciting. so much for having me. Yeah. Yeah. So a little bit about how, how we met and I, you know, got interested in what you were doing. Um, list perfectly in the group. Yeah. I would see you comment and Tiffany would see you comment. You're always so positive and uplifting. And, you know, right around the time that we started Sea Chats, you started the Seller Community Podcast with Liz Perfectly and Snoop Dougie, Doug Smith, right, Doug Smith? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I just call him Snoop Dougie. I don't know. I just love that. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I just have been like a super fan of the podcast and everything you're doing there. That is so, well, first, thank you. You know, and, and I just remember like, it, it was all about the same time. And that's exactly what I noticed about consignment chats and Molly, Tiffany and Libby is <laughs> the positive posts, you know, helping the community. And that's what really stuck out to me because in my mind, I'm like, oh, I need to meet these ladies right. and I need to see what they're doing because I don't do consignment, but consignment pops up all the time in groups. So I started following you and I learned you're more than just consignment. You are seller community. Which is super cool. You know, we're all in the same space doing the same thing, but in different places, but all coming together. Yeah. Right. Right. And we do focus, I think, more on consignment than others do because our businesses are consignment, but then we have that reseller aspect of it also. So our tagline is every seller should be consignment ready. Well, I don't know if that's our tagline, but that's what I say well, when I speak to other resources. Right. Everybody should be ready. It, it, Whether or not they're going to do it, that's okay, but they should be ready. Because you know every reseller is going to get asked sometime to sell something for somebody else. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at those. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I am not a consignment seller, but have I been asked? Yes. Have I done it? Yes. Have I failed? Yes. Could I have used the advice of consignment chat? Absolutely. <laughs> Where were you four years ago for me? <laughs> That's why we did this, right? We were looking and Tiffany and I would, you know, meet, 
not meet up, but we would chat occasionally and be like, is there any like resources out there really that are good for consignment resellers? And I was like, no, let's start one. So Liz, how did the um, Seller Community Podcast come about? So the Seller Community Podcast, oh my gosh. Um, So Doug and I met, he worked at eBay. We met at eBay Open 2019 and we talked about some... uh, meetup stuff which you know we could talk about a bit kind of going back and forth but um after we met and we talked about meetup stuff with ebay um i he put he's a podcaster he did the uh ebay for business podcast Mm -hmm. and so i was a little bit interested in it in podcasting about a year or two ago and you know i said hey would you mind giving me an hour of your time to talk to me about podcasting and he's like sure so we set up a call and i kind of asked him the ins and outs kind of what goes into it and I immediately I said, Doug, thank you so much for your time. This sounds amazing, but that is way too much work for me to take on. See you another day. <laughs> right? I'm like, that is what sounds like a lot of work. Like he just was totally real with me. And then he started selling. So he would, you know, occasionally text me, hey, how do you handle the shipping? Or what what does this mean when people say this? And I thought, and that totally blew my mind because I was like, well, you worked at eBay. But he wasn't on the side of it. Um, So we got to know each other in that aspect. And he approached me. He's like, Liz, okay, I know you talked about a podcast and it was too much work for you, but I want to do a podcast and I want to do something about selling. You have the selling knowledge. I have the podcasting knowledge. What do you think? And I was like, huh, let's schedule a call and talk about it. So we talked about it and we're like, this is a great idea. And I happen to know Clara from List Perfectly. And we were chatting one day. I was like, oh my gosh, do you remember Doug? He, you know, I think we're going to start this podcast. We're going to meet. And she's like, can you please do it? List Perfectly is in. What do you want? What, you know, like what this is, this is, what do you guys need? And List Perfectly will have your backs. Wow. And that's how the podcast became to be. Wow. That's, that's crazy amazing. Yeah, right it, people, it was like an overnight thing. Wow. Right people, right places, right time. Sometimes, yeah, and sometimes you don't want too much time to think about something because you'll never do it, right? Exactly, exactly. And I was like, well, I don't know anything about podcasting, but I know how to talk. Well, and you have a great podcast voice. You really well, have you. a very good podcast voice. When I listen to you, it's just very, and I just, it's a great, great voice, so. Thank you. So you had mentioned your eBay meetup, but tell us about that, what that is. and Yeah, so eBay um, helps, I shouldn't say sponsor, but there are official eBay meetups across the country, um, numerous states. Uh, any seller can start a meetup. Uh, ours came about, we had a local one, a great local one. Um, And as you run meetups, you learn that it's hard to do because there's a lot of people coming together in a local area in person. The one that we had here, I I had a hard time making the day. So back up to eBay Open 2019, a couple of other seller friends that were in the local area and I happened to mention, uh, I think when I met Doug, hey, you know, yeah, we live here, we go to meetups, you know, it's hard to get to. And little did we know that eBay was on an expansion to, they were doing more of a seller outreach. They wanted more meetups. They wanted to be more involved in the seller community and what sellers were doing on their own. Um, 
So it was just a quick numbers exchange. Hey, yeah, I'm like, yeah, these are eBay people. They're not going to talk to Liz, you know, whatever. But yeah, sure, whatever. Well, like the next week after eBay opened, we were on a phone call with Brian Burke. Hey, are you interested in starting this meetup? What's your idea for this? Um, and it's really just about getting local sellers together. It's not about selling anything. It's not about buying anything. It's about great minds coming together and sharing your experiences. Um, so we were able to do that fairly fast. Uh, the unfortunate part was we got off to a great start and COVID hit like three meetings into it. Mm. Oh, um, you were only three meetings into it. Wow. Yeah, we only had three, maybe four, four in-person meetings oh, before wow. we couldn't do in-person meetings anymore. So have you continued that through Zoom? So at the beginning of everybody shutting down, um, you know, we gave it a couple weeks and, uh, you know, eBay reached out to the meetup coordinators and were like, hey, if you want to do Zoom, we can give you support. Let us know what you need to keep your meetups going. Um, and I think that's kind of I, I think it's very important that people know that about eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I sell on all the platforms. eBay is my, you know, I've, from your last podcast, he was that said that eBay brought me to the dance. Yes, we love that. Yes. <laughs> so it kind of that, you know, like my love is there, but I do sell across the platform. But eBay is the only one. I mean, you're not gonna they foster the community so much and people need to hear that. Um so yeah, they reached out there like, hey, what do you need? We will get Zoom meetings set up, and they did that, and we went pretty strong the first couple of months, and then participated participation started dwindling. I think people got into a routine of their norm, of their new norm. New norm um, yeah. And I did too. Uh, you know, I did too. Um, and I think selling became, seller community became more accessible during the pandemic. Yes, absolutely. It yes, really did. And I'm not, and that's not saying that it killed, but it has like, I've probably done maybe one a quarter via okay. Zoom. Yeah. And I do, I share the responsibility um, uh, with, with, uh, I, I share the responsibility with another co-host that we do this. So just trying to get us together and get everybody else together into a Zoom meeting on top of everything else that we're doing nowadays online. Um, but yeah, we're actually, we're, we're trying to plan for our next in-person, which I'm pretty excited about. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. yeah. So you do all this, you build community, you do a podcast, you, I have a list here of like all the things you do, you run the meetup. Um, you're very active in lots of Facebook groups, supporting other sellers. And um, and uh, I got to throw one in there. You interview eBay um, CEOs and um, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> toss that one out there too while you're going down the list. So your business, Colorado Reborn, tell us a little bit about that. And and I mean, that's probably the crux of it. That's what started it all. <laughs> yeah. So I was active duty Air Force. I retired after 23 years. And about 2002, I had my son. I had maternity clothes. I had baby clothes. I had heard of this place called eBay where you can make some money. I needed to clear stuff out. I wasn't going to have any more babies. And I'm like, oh, let me fire up my dial up, go cook dinner, wait for it to get online, post a picture. And really, I sold my son's clothes and my maternity clothes for almost double what I paid for them new. And I was like, oh hey, this is a great way to make a little bit of side money. And I continued that until I retired. Um, So I was always on again, off again, always part-time. Probably the last 
So like 2014, 15, even though I was active duty, I still had a full-time job. I was really hitting eBay harder because of the community. I could, you know, I had friends that were full-time. So I was like, this is kind of viable. Like through the community, I was able to see, hey, this is like a business. This isn't, you can make this into a business, I should say. Mm -hmm. Um, And really that's where it started. Um, When it came time for me to retire, you know, I started doing my CV and looking at jobs and putting in resumes and setting up interviews and the thought of going to another nine to five. I was tired mentally, physically, I was tired. Like my son was starting high school. We had made so many moves. I didn't want to move again. And I really just wanted to stay home. And I was like, I see other successful sellers doing this, helping other successful sellers build their business. I can do this too. And it just took off from there. Yeah, it's a, it's a big leap to make. And I know I, I probably had like, even though we were selling online, I still in my mind, it, it didn't click that I could actually make a full time living and support my family doing this. Like I figured I needed something else. And it really was that community that said, oh, yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm doing this. And it was it was great. So, all right, this is the question that people really, really want to know. You have so much going <laughs> on. Inquiring minds want to know. How do you manage your time? I don't. No, I, that's the short answer. No. I, so you're just like the rest of us. Yeah. yeah. This I mean, is all about authenticity here. It really is. And I'll be the first to say, like, when I first started full time, I did. I made a schedule. Like, I am getting up at 6 in the morning from 6 to 6.30. I have coffee, check social media from 6.30 to 8.30. I did this. from, And that helped set a path for me. So I didn't feel lost. Right. And I, and I, and it, and that changed over a six month course, but really it's, I, my husband works outside the home. I have adult children. Only one lives at home. So my time all day is mine. Right. I have uh, to where I know a lot of people struggle with, you know, what's going on around them in their home because I do, I work from my home. I have no ambition to work outside of my home. Um, I have no ambition to get a warehouse and employees now, right? Like this right. is my happy time, my happy space. Um, but I know that you have to treat this like a business, mm-hmm. right? I and, and while I don't have that schedule written down, I do keep a calendar of, hey, this needs to get done. If I know that there is a sale or a, you know, I have an opportunity for a purchase, for a bulk purchase, that goes on my calendar. Um, recording podcasts that goes on my calendar picture days goes on my calendar listing times go on my calendar and sometimes that gets away from me so when I know I'm like okay well I have about an hour until the next thing I will set a timer for 45 minutes and be like I'm just gonna jam and see how much I can get done in that time it's not perfect it doesn't work for some people but it works for me I like that I want to throw an extra question in here what is your favorite thing to sell you know what? Linens. I love linens. New yeah, and used. I don't know yeah. why. And, and I am like 80% clothes, right? I was guessing um, that by looking behind you and what yeah. I had seen previously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm mostly clothes. I started out all pre-owned and during the pandemic, the opportunities for new came along. So I kind of made that shift, but still I love something about linens. I don't know what it is. I can't explain. They're easy to picture. They're easy to describe. And it's one of my better selling categories when I have linens. 
That's interesting. Okay. That's one I haven't heard before. Yeah. I mean, I do linens, but I can't say it's my favorite thing to sell. (laughs) I, it's weird. I know. I know. Some people fawn over the Gucci and the, I'm like, ah, some sixties bed linens, some restoration hardware, some pottery barn. I don't know. Oh, that's great. Well, I know where I'm going to get my new linens now. Right. I like it. (laughs) I like it. So, um, what advice would you give to someone just starting out? have a schedule. I I mean, that's probably what helped me the most. Uh I mean, I have a lot, like if I were to read, well, it's kind of what I did, but have a schedule, know your time and start on one platform and perfect one at a time. The biggest thing is just get started. So I told, so there was somebody in our meetup, she had come to the meetups, all of them. For almost a year and had never listed a thing. She's like, but I'm getting ready. I'm oh. like, you could have made $50,000 by now. <laughs> getting ready. You're just not going to you. break eBay. You're not going to break it. Uh-uh. Just get on, list it. There's a whole community to support you. You just have to do it. It doesn't have to be perfect to start off with. Well, it doesn't have to be perfect either, but anywhere because I'm not perfect, you know, but get started is the biggest thing. Learn from your community. Right. Yeah. Libby, did your blood pressure? I was going to say, Libby, did your blood pressure spike when she was talking about the member being there for a year and still? I do because we see that all, I mean, I see that all the time. Like people just overthinking it over just, I just. just Yeah. Pictures with your phone. It's very frustrating for me. I mean, I hate to get frustrated with anybody, but that, that, that is one of the things that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't wait around for hours hitting yourself over the head about, is this the right keyword or not? Just list it. Just list, Just it. list it and learn. You can go back and edit it later. You can, I mean, it's okay. Because you're going to okay. make mistakes no matter how much you prepare. I think Absolutely. you will do it. You will. You will. Yeah. So yeah, get started. That's the hardest part. I like it. <laughs> um, I love that saying that I think Zig Ziglar says that quote, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Mm-hmm. And I just love Absolutely. that. I love that. So in your business and your e-commerce endeavors, what, what are you most proud of? Really the most proud. I think that, that I've done it, right? And that I've stuck it out. Um, but honestly, when you dig into that, it's really that I've been flexible. So much has changed over the years and being able to be flexible um, you know, there was a point in time where the community was not this large and it was a very small community. Mm-hmm. And then the community only morphed into like two or three communities. And I found myself in a negative community. Ugh. Everything's wrong. I can't believe they're changing this. Da-da. And I got caught up in that, but I was able to see that that wasn't helping me. Right. So I was able to make the shift and say, no. There's a reason for the growth. There's a reason for the change. I don't do things in my life the same way I did 10 years ago. Why would an e-commerce site that's growing year over year, you know, stagnate also? So really being able to grow and, you know, take the punches as they come along. And, you know, as, as customers change, being able to accommodate my store to that. Mm -hmm. You know, when I started selling. Yeah, every. 
the one thing that's constant is change. Like it's yeah. always going to be different and you can hit that roadblock or you can figure out a solution. Yeah. When I started selling, I mean, well, even when I started selling and I hate part-time versus full-time, but when I had a full-time job outside of the home and I still sold, um, and, you know, two, 300 items, I was no returns. I was five day handling or three day handling because I didn't know when I could make it to the post office. Um, I was on a tighter uh, profit margin. So I was like, oh, I was so afraid of the returns because I was buying into that, right? And that's okay. That's a normal fear. Um, but that was fine eight years ago because half of the people had the same business model. But nowadays it's not okay for me if I wanna stay ahead because so many sellers are embracing the same or one day shipping and the 30 day returns to where if I did the same business model as eight years ago, I would be falling so far behind. So being able to flex my business to buyer needs, you know, I think that that's kind of a strength of a lot of sellers, even though it's scary, mm -hmm. even though it's yeah. scary. Yeah. It is, it is. Good advice. Yeah. Well, I wanted to congratulate you on your um, up and running grant. And I was, so tell us a little bit about that and, and how you're going to use that because that was such an honor. Um, and I was just so excited that you were one of the winners. I, I just, you and me both more deserving <laughs> person that Yay. was more supportive of the community to win that and get out there. I shouldn't say win. I should say earn to earn that grant and to get out there and be such a positive force in the community. So tell us a little bit about how you're using that. Yeah. So, I mean, they announced the grants. I started to apply, put my laptop away. I told you know, a handful of friends about it. And I was like, oh, hey, yeah, this grant. And then I forgot about it. And then a friend's like, oh, yeah, I finally finished my grant. And I was like, oh, I got to finish mine. Right. And really, it was just being true. It was just me. Like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, this is what I could use the money for. And that was, I think, back last November, mm -hmm. October. I can't even remember now. September. Honestly, like I finished yeah. up the, the grant. I closed my laptop and I forgot about it. Um, I got an email saying, hey, we'd like to talk to you a little bit more about your application. Yada, yada, yada. And that was kind of in the wording of the standard process. Like we're going to contact. And I was like, all right, whatever. And then it was, hey you're a grant winner. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't even know how the process went. Um, but at the end of the day, it still blows my mind. I still can't believe it. Like I'm still pinching myself. I don't even understand how or why, um, but it happened and I'm grateful for it. Um, but I was able to use that money really to, to, to make those bulk purchases because at the time, mm -hmm. so this was back Oh my gosh, when did they announce? January, March? I can't even remember anymore. February. Like it was February. 2021, right? Yeah. It was February. Um, because it was announced the day that our first podcast dropped. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my yeah. God. That was a really big day for celebrating. <laughs> it was like, I know a friend of mine, so Teresa Cox, she calls uh, February 17th Lizzo Day. She's like, that's Lizzo Day. Like, I have it yeah. on my calendar. Yes. But, I love yeah, it. It was, it was pretty crazy. Um, there was a lot going on. Um, so it was announced in February. So I think that they told me in January. I had to keep my mouth shut, right? <laughs> um, but you know, during that time, that whole time, things were still kind of opening up. Things were a little bit crazy. Um, even retail arbitrage was a little bit crazy. Um, but I was able to 
make be, have be more confident and make a bigger bulk purchases. Um, for my store, I just found that that was just an easier and faster way for me to scale. Um, I was able to get some equipment that I've been wanting, just the little things that you're like, oh, I wish I had that. And then you just don't get it because we're cheap. <laughs> I don't know. I'm cheap, <laughs> right? Like, That's okay. I waited nine years to get a photo set up. Nine years. Yeah. Nine years. Yeah. So, oh, I've got a lot of envy for that setup right over there that I see in this outside there for, that you have. <laughs> oh, yeah. That looks That's good, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a little one of those. <laughs> So the desk that I had was my son's homeschooling desk from sixth grade. That's oh. the desk I was working on. So it was like a kid's size desk. It's like, yeah, we need to grow up a little bit here. I've been doing this for a really long time. No, but, um, but yeah, I was able to get the equipment that really just to help my processes mm -hmm. be faster um, yeah. because sometimes it's just about improving your process versus selling more stuff Sure. Yeah. because it just makes things go faster so you can get more done. Um, and I have a little bit, uh, my son that lives here, been able to pay him a little bit to get some pictures going nice. for me. Yeah. Very nice. That's great. It's a family business. It always ends up a family business in some form or another. We've, we see that across the board, it seems. And I love it. I love it. Yeah. I always, I always brag that my son is a consignment shopper and now he's got his college buddies and they, he'll call me. He's like, Oh, we're heading to hitting the consignment shops today. We need a new, you know, the fraternity will be having something going on. And so they want to shop the consign. I'm like, Oh, that's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> oh, my son, my son just moved to Chicago two weeks ago uh, to start grad school and his entire apartment besides his bedroom is all you know, from thrift, from consignment, from free love tap. Yeah. yeah. I uh, heard that on the, on the seller community podcast. And I was like, Oh, that must be one proud oh, yeah. mama. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. She's, like, she's like, why would, why would I spend money on the new stuff and have it go to landfill? We'll save this and we'll keep going. We all have our, our parent pride. You know, my kid doesn't drink and drive. My kid's got a smart right. girlfriend. My kid, my kid shops consignment and thrift. You know? <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. And you know what? It is the generation too. Yes. You know, it really yes. is. It and, is and I think that that's amazing for that. I do too. You know, that, that the younger generation is more aware. More conscious of it. I agree. Yeah, I love that. Well, you have shared so many amazing um, highlights of your own journey some great advice. What's next for Liz? Really, Liz is okay for now. <laughs> um, but Liz, I, I think we're going to be, I would love, I need to hire somebody full-time because my son is not going to do this full-time. Um, but I, but I, I think next on my agenda is finding somebody to do photos. I think that's my least favorite of this job is taking my photos. My favorite. It's so weird, right? I'm sick. I love shipping. Yeah, I do See, too. I Tiffany know. does I, too. I, I, yeah, I, I, hate I love shipping. I love listing. Um, yeah, so that right. I mean, um, we'll probably be looking into that as he um, explores jobs outside of the home. All right. Well, that sounds good. Wow. Well, I I know I speak for all of us when what ladies, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule and the many many arms that you have out there to spend this time with us and let us personally learn more about you, but also our followers and listeners get to know you better. Um, and we're going to link up Libby. What, what kind of things are you going to link up for 
for us. Oh my here. gosh, Liz, you have so much going on. So I'm going to leave it up to Liz. <laughs> She's going to send us what she would like us to link up. Of course, we're going to link up the seller community podcast. Podcast, yeah. Colorado Reworn. Um, All that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you want us seller to share community. with our listeners. Yeah, Seller Community Podcast. Um, you can catch Doug and I every Wednesday. And really, my Instagram, Colorado Reworn, there's a link tree with all the other stuff in that link tree. All right. Well, we'll link that to this 100%. So Wonderful. thank you, Molly, Tiffany, Libby, so much. I had a great time. Thank you, Liz. We appreciate it. We'll have you back sometime. Thank yeah. you. And hopefully meet in person as well. Yes. yes. That'll be the good time, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think um I think Liz would do great in an unscripted episode. <laughs> oh, you we would have fun in an unscripted. Yeah, we'd like that. That's yeah. Doug has to edit so much. I was so afraid. I was like, oh my gosh, can I pull this off without having <laughs> <laughs> it? Oh, great. We'll have you anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime. Great. I always tell him, I'm like, sorry, Doug. And he told me to tell you, we recorded this morning. He told me to tell you hello from Snoop Dougie. Oh, well, you tell him hello. We love listening to him and you. We love it. Thank you. And the same, the same. Thank you for all you do. All right. Well, have a great day and we will talk to you soon. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye, Bye, ladies. Oh, my gosh. How wonderful was that? Oh my gosh, it's just amazing. amazing. Everything and more. And I tell you, her, she has got a good podcast voice. I need to yeah. work on mine. <laughs> we can all learn from Liz for sure. Yes, yeah. in so many different ways. But wow, I, I just loved hearing more about her. I knew some about her, but it's nice to hear more. Um, yes. And I love that she's an active part of our community. Right. I mean, we love sharing her stuff. I know she shares ours, as we mentioned, but it's wonderful having her in our community. And speaking of that, Tiffany, what's going on over there in our C-Chats community? Well, I just I just wanted to say about the spotlights is that I'm just so excited about always meeting all these great women, you know, entrepreneurs that are really kicking butt, you know, like. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just really motivational. They have been all women so far. I know that. I don't think that was intentional. Definitely not intentional. No. I mean, how great that we get to do that. But I hadn't really thought about it, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting point. Sure. <laughs> we did a live YouTube, if you don't know, talking all about what we learned in eBay Open. And oh, yeah. Check it out. It's really like we relate it back to how it can help you as a reseller and how, you know, what that means for consignment and online resellers. So if you didn't get to eBay open, um, check out our recap. I think you'll find some interesting tips in there. Yeah, I think it's great because we're all pumped up going into it because we had just literally ended it and went live. So our like, yeah. we're pumped. <laughs> <laughs> And um, evidently, our ha- the hashtag eBay Open Online, we're, we come up in the top 10 now. If you search that, our video comes up in the top 10 of that hashtag. So, Oh, yay us. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yay yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> so fun. So fun. Check it out. Check out our YouTube channel if you haven't. You know, well, obviously, you're there right now if you're seeing this. But check out the other videos if you've missed them. <laughs> 
you're listening. There, is some, there are some tutorials on YouTube that we do not have on podcasts. For, so for podcast listeners out there, you know, thanks for listening via podcast. If you want more content, we do have more on YouTube that are more like screen share tutorials, that kind of thing. Just quick little, we call them quick chats. Right. That's right. So head over there and make sure you subscribe. And what do we say? Click that little bell. So you get your notifications. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and uh, give us a review. We need that. The five stars really helps us keep doing what we're doing and helps us in our, our rankings and it's good stuff. So if you haven't Mm -hmm. done that already, and I have to tell y'all that I had didn't realize that I had never gone on. I had been in a different account when I was going on and thought I had left my review. I didn't. I just oh, the other day. I was like, I didn't do my five stars, and I thought I did, but I must have done it on Nick's on Nick's channel, not not mine. So, oh, anyway, shame on me. But if you guys want to connect with us head over to consignmentchats.com. And that is the easiest way to find all the different platforms that we, we are located. So until next and week, later, Facebook community to, you know, talk more. Yes. 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 Tiffany's our community manager. That is her official title. I think, right. Tiffany. We've yes. made that official. Yes. She's like, I think so. <laughs> he is our community manager. She does her. such a good job. Drop the knowledge. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, ladies, until next week. Look at Libby's drinking Mm. before she's cheering. Get in here, girlfriend. Cheers. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of consignment chats, as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find consignment chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts. Facebook, and Instagram.